0: We go. All you hear is Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot. And this is Doc Rivers. All you do is keep hearing about fear. Hear that it's, thing? it's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country doesn't love us back and it's just it's really so sad like I should just be a coach and it's so often reminded of my color you know it's just really sad we gotta do better Uh, but we gotta demand better like we got you know it's it's funny we protest and they send riot guards right uh they send people in riot outfits they go to michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens the training has to change in the police force the unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard to just keep watching it. That video? If if you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be outraged. You don't. You don't you need, need, to need to be, be American black. and outraged. You don't have and to I'll be American. And how the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father? Has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over.
1: What white father gotta do that? Which it's, one? it's just
0: ridiculous. And case. it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Brianna Taylor, no charges, nothing. Arrest the secure Brianna Taylor. Is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking. For everybody. For everyone. Kick
1: back Girls! Yeah. Yeah. JB, what's the
2: name of the show? Brother. It's a pod named kickback.
1: A pod named kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say the whole thing. thing! Welcome to a pod named kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm no brakes, new to righteous ratchet. Got <laughs> my uh, and our shirt on. <laughs> Throw it I Catch it if you got it. I'll catch it every shmonday. We right back at it. I am the Black Savage.
2: What up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster Geek. Coming at you every goddamn shmonday.
0: Monday.
2: Representing N w a nerds with attitude welcome back happy Shmonday, everybody we got a lot to talk about this evening
1: oh we got a lot of shit to talk about and this is the episode share this with your friends share this on your page i'm asking you to if you're on facebook live watching this right now i'm asking you to hit share and let your friends and family see this episode we got some shit to talk about
2: Yeah, we're going to break down a lot that's been going on, a lot that's been going on over the past few days. And our thoughts, and we're going to do it in such a way that we think we'll be able to communicate what a lot of us have been thinking thinking and feeling about what's going on. And that's why we want you to share this. Absolutely, JP. Um, we also Absolutely. want you to join in on the conversation, post your comments, your feelings, your thoughts, because then you'll be able to share with others how you feel about what's been going on. That is the platform. We are the Black CNN.
1: Absolutely, and while you're here, if you haven't followed us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, what you waiting on subscribe to the goddamn vibe Mm -hmm. because we about to turn it up right now from now on we turning it up joe button got me hype we about to hey we going in first things first i want to say previa 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 to all our russian listeners we've been on the charts in russia the last week and a half several episodes i don't know what happened um, if Trump sick them on us or what's going on, but everybody in, in Russia's been watching. Thank you, Russia. Uh, I once want to say, Previa, what it do? What's going on, my G? Uh, let's get right into it, JB. Let's, we'll start with our kickback fact of the week, which um, I thought was a pretty good one. Uh, you may have been told at some point in your life that you're either left-brained or right-brained. The story goes that people who are left-brain dominant are more quantitative, logical, and analytical, while right-brain individuals are more emotional, intuitive, and creative free spirits. Um, That's Wright's psychology today. However, this theory isn't true. On the contrary, most behaviors and abilities um, require the right and left sides of the brain to work together to achieve a common objective. The website explains. So while you may have certain qualities and characteristics that define who you are, they have nothing to do with which side of your brain you use more. You can thank both sides of your noggin for contributing to your unique personality. So I want to thank my left and right side of my brain for making me righteous and ratchet. You feel me?
2: It's a real interesting fact,
1: um, because
2: uh I've had a lot of people come up to me and say sometimes, Oh, you're a left brain or this, that, and the third, and I'm like, Well, you're just seeing me at work. <laughs> you're not mm-hmm. you're not seeing the guy who's written books and poetry and who does a podcast and who, you know, plays instruments and <laughs> I don't know about that left brain, uh, right brain shit. And that that,
1: that whole concept, JB, speaks to us. Yeah. Because a nerd with attitude, not in one box, both boxes, righteous and ratchet, not in one box, both box, both boxes. So, yeah. Interesting fact.
2: (laughs) Interesting fact. I love it. I love it. Yin and yang. (laughs) both need to be balanced yeah that's pretty
1: much. what up z um i'll say this um again this is one of those episodes everybody share this to your page this one of them we going in we got a whole lot to say today and it ain't all gonna be pretty but we got a whole fucking lot to say this one of them episodes um high and low of the week jb uh what was your high what was your low what's going on talk to us um, my high
2: my high of the week um has been um spending time with my children. Um they are now doing remote learning and so um I got to work with my son today on some of his math problems. Um they're getting more complex now, you know. Um one of them was really fun. Um it was okay, so two players are running around a track. Um, and the track is two and a half miles long. Three quarters of the, da- of the way down the track, one of the players um, fell down. How far had the player run before he fell down? And I was like, okay, that's not, that's not bad, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so working through those kinds of problems with him, and then also, um, being able to share with them some of the news coverage in terms of the RNC that just happened, and being able to explain to them some of what's going on. That was my high this week. My low this week new has been the horrible shit that has been going on, and we will get into that later. Y'all will hear from me why specifically some of these things are a low for me, um, but it's yeah, this is one of those shows, as my partner said. So my low this week is why today is one of those fucking shows.
1: Yeah, um my uh my low of the week is I'll keep this brief. Um the person I love the most in the world is not doing well. That is my low. Um and that's is much information as i'm going to give um my high of the week has just been um returning back to form my a-game waking up every morning getting up early early doing what i need to do and, and starting that process getting back on my grind realizing that i do have the opportunity to get back into Entrepreneurship on my own, not working a job in the next four, five, six months, and and working towards that. That's been my has been pushing me. Our brother Smee been hitting me, fucking five fifty every morning. JB, nigga, half the world is up and making making their dreams come true. What are you doing? God damn it, Smee, I'm sleeping. What do you think I'm doing? Get your ass up, new. Make 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 a difference. I'm like, god damn it. So I've been getting up early as hell and and, and, and and on a collision course with with success, nigga. So that's my high of the week. I um,
2: love it. I love it. I love it. Well,
1: those are the highs and lows. Let's
2: keep it moving. My uh, left stroke
1: just went viral. Yeah. Our yeah. viral story of the week is also a tough one. Yeah. Um. Rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman. Rest in peace to my fellow HU alum who was there when I was there. Rest in peace to King T'Challa. Rest in peace to 42, played Jackie Robinson. Rest in peace to Marshall, he played Thurgood Marshall. Rest in peace to James Brown, he starred as James Brown. I don't know what movie, what the name of that movie was I don't when he played James Brown. But um, he's played some historical figures, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he himself is a historical figure. Um, Wakanda forever. Um,
2: he was the Black Panther. Yeah, um, he man. personified that role, and in doing so, um, raised a level of awareness for the beauty of blackness during our time that resonated with the entire world. Um, the thing that was just so amazing about what he did with that movie and who he was and who he became in that movie is, it was like, it was like all of a sudden, magically, everywhere
1: white people's eyes were open. <laughs>
2: I, am I yeah. tripping, new? Like, no, I,
1: I, I, I think that that movie, I know this is going to sound crazy, actually helped usher in the state of America that we're in now where people yeah. are being more tolerant, more understanding, yeah. and uh, figuring things out yeah. um, and holding themselves accountable. Um, before we go into how amazing he was as a man, I want to say that the babies, the babies, they were always tell you the truth i've seen posts with white babies having well chill when i say babies i mean three four five ten years old you know babies to us you know um they're doing their funerals for black panther and they have all their action figures lined up i've seen asian babies kids maybe i should say kids asian kids with their all of their marvel figures gathered around black panther in a coffin or you know a makeshift coffin and of course i've seen our black and and brown kids that are you know tears running down their face as they're you know laying the rest black panther in, um in the ceremony, and that really let me know that like this ain't like. This wasn't my movie. Like we we all went to saw Black Panther and had Dashiki's on and, and, and was in Anks and, and showed up. And if you if you follow me on Facebook, you saw our picture with like eight of us with Dashiki's in our African garb, and we went to the movies. And it was a point of pride because it's like nigga. If you follow me on Facebook, you know, I'm, my name ain't No Breaks New. My name is Niall Tariq Newman. I have an African name. I, I have an Arabic name. I have. I don't have an English name, and I named myself. I chose my name. So I identify so much with that movie, all the characters, Killmonger as well. But um, the regality, the strength, the power, the fortitude, the wisdom that the character T'Challa displayed and represented, I I attribute almost all of that to Chadwick Boseman. Um, seeing his range, playing, uh, well, I said I wasn't, uh, I wanted to acknowledge the, the fact that the kids were mourning first, and I think that's important. Um, so I'll rewind a little bit. Children all over the world are mourning. Children all over the world are in tears. Children all over the world are, are honoring him. And I don't know if that happens with Iron Man if he dies. Yeah. Um. N- no disrespect to Robert Downey Jr. Uh, is it Robert? What's his yeah, name? Yeah,
2: Robert Downey yeah, Jr. No
1: disrespect to him and no disrespect to the actor that plays Captain America and no disrespect to the actor that plays the Hulk or Sam Jackson who plays Nick Fury. I don't think you get this. Unless you're Chadwick Boseman yeah. and you play the Black Panther. Like yeah. tonight on ABC, they're doing a tribute. They're actually playing the movie Black Panther. And they're doing a tribute to Chadwick Boseman after. To his strength, suffering from stage three and four colon cancer for four years. And in those four years, he did all of his Marvel movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah that the, the level of makes strip, jB a, makes him a hero it may and like I said you know um, and you broke it down in greater detail and thank you for doing that because like the transcendency of that role it's one of those rare moments in history where we see someone providing one of those pinnacle performances that then allows that role to be a part of our Culture allows yeah. him to yeah. become a legitimate hero because of the fairness and the um and the strength and the power that he brought to a role that opened up the world's eyes. New no. J B. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, uh, that's 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 what he did, and that is why he is celebrated the way. He is, you know, I loved the Black Panther before I watched that movie because I knew who he was before the movie was there. But I loved Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther because he became everything that I wanted that character to be when it came on the screen in real life. How many times have gangster geeks and nerds with attitude like me fallen in love with transcendental characters, but then they get to the screen and they don't live up to what it needs to be?
1: If he didn't live up to what it needed to be, we would not feel that way. Okay. If he didn't live up to what it needed to be, we wouldn't feel that way. And um, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And, and I just I, I wish him well um, well not wish him well but I wish his family well I wish him peace I hope he has a, a beautifully smooth transition and just it's it's, it's it's just a lot and um um I appreciate him I am probably visibly shaken by it um, along with what's, what's going on in my own personal life. But um, I definitely have um, a lot of love for Chadwick Bozeman and he's an H-U alumni, H-U, you know? And he, he dedicated his life, like he was fighting while he was filming, fighting for his life while he was filming these movies. And I think that, I hope that he died knowing the impact he had on the fucking world. There are little black boys and little black girls who look at him like Obama. And I am not speaking there hyperbole. That shit is real. We went to that movie, and if he didn't live up to our expectations, JB, it would have been a letdown. We would have walked out of there like, yeah. We bought these dashikis for nothing. We dressed up for this movie for nothing. Nah, we left that movie feeling like love, love. Love, proud to be who I am, proud of my ancestry. What, what, what Mel's saying? When you think about it, it damn near, he damn near had cancer his whole career. He just didn't know it. He was taking in, taking in profound roles prior to his diagnosis and essentially became larger than life after he was diagnosed. He stepped up his game after his diagnosis, which speaks even more you the type of man he was. I, yeah, Mel, yeah, yeah. And for those who are listening on Apple and Spotify, like, who was Mel? Who are they talking to? We do the show live on Facebook. The first podcast to ever be recorded live. Let's put that out there. So I'm gonna talk my shit, cause Joe Button talked this shit, I'm gonna talk my shit. We the only podcast. Not the only now. The first podcast to ever record live. Interact with the audience and then put it on the podcast sites. We did that. That'll be part of our legacy. You hear me? Um, So Mel is is a kickbacker, former host on the show. Used to sit right, well, right here, right somewhere on the sofa, uh, somewhere. And um, yeah, and that was her comment. Um, How do we honor the Black Panther, JB? How do we? We're gonna. I watched the movie the other night on Disney Plus because I got Disney Plus. Um, I'm gonna watch it tonight on ABC with the world, and um, and I'm gonna watch their tribute to him. How do we best celebrate and honor the God Chadwick Boseman for what he's given to us, bringing our heroes Thurgood Marshall, James Brown, uh, 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 Jackie Robinson, and the Black Panther to the screen? He honored us by bringing us those four legends. How do we honor him?
2: us we all could
1: be and just be above the bullshit and keep it moving absolutely and um uh, I I'm gonna ask you again share this episode you're on Facebook watching this share this on your page this one of them this is one of them share this episode um I want to give a... Uh, we're doing our Nipsey Hustle Award early. Our Nipsey Hustle Award is the, the award for achievement and excellence. Well, the
2: reason why y'all couldn't hear me is somehow my mic was turned off. That's fucked up. Hey, JB.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cut your mic on. JB was preaching, if y'all don't know. He was preaching, and y'all didn't hear none of it. He was talking that good shit. I was tearing up and everything, and y'all didn't hear none of it. Oh JB, my give God. him 30 seconds of what you were saying. Uh, uh, so Because I know people on Facebook are like that, but people on Apple and Spotify are like, what, is my, my app broken? <laughs> what happened? So what did yeah. you say? Give him 30 seconds. <laughs>
2: real quick, real quick. I was saying the way we honor Chadwick Boseman is we live up to the legacy that he showed us in the roles that he portrayed, how he showed us how black men can be like gods and be godlike by honoring our truth and staying above the bullshit and staying the course. He showed us that with his role of Black Panther, and he showed us that with his role of Jackie Robinson. That's basically what I said.
0: <laughs> and, and
1: side note, has nothing to do with nothing. I just found out that I have the number one pick in my my cousin's fantasy draft, which starts at like seven. So uh, I'll be doing – I'll be drafting <laughs> to the side. You'll be multi And doing the show. So, yeah, uh, fantasy football, yeah. Um, Damn. So, yeah, I, I guess a lot going on. Damn. Um, so, having said that, Chadwick Bozeman, may you rest in peace. Love and light to your family, and your legacy will live on, and we will honor you. We can't, like, we named the Nipsey Hussle Award, the Nipsey Hussle Award after Nipsey. We can't, we don't have enough space to name every award, everything we get on the show after somebody. But, um, Chadwick Bozeman, the Black Panther, we will find a way to honor you. We won't let you disappear, we won't let you be forgotten. I promise you that. As important as it was to me to name that award, the Nipsey Hussle Award, it's important to me that you live on. I will find a way. We'll figure it out. Rest in peace, King. Um, other people have chosen to honor you, and they have been in the NBA and sports in general. And I want to give them a, the Nipsey Hussle Award as well. Um, and if I didn't say it, Chadwick Bozeman, you do win the Nipsey Hussle Award.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're
1: going to share it with people who have honored you. Yeah. Who have felt it necessary to pay you the proper respect. Yeah. Um, as well as honoring Jacob Blake who was shot down in cold blood in my this is new saying it, in my estimation um, in Wisconsin Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, what we know Now is there was a fight between two women. A black man broke the fight up. The police were called to the scene. And he had his four children in the backseat of his car. And they chose to harass the peacemaker. Um, He walked to his car. He opened the door. And a racist, coward, bitch-ass cop unloaded seven shots into his back. Don't tell me there was a knife in the car because the police have guns. So I don't want to hear shit about a knife. If he had grabbed the knife and turned towards them, they still have guns. So I don't want to hear a fucking thing about he had a knife in the car. I got a knife in the car, bitch. I don't want to hear it. Now that we're past that.
2: Um, this they unloaded
1: seven shots into this black man's back, JB.
2: This story, um, this story is just so batshit for so many different reasons. Um, you look at all of the protests that are going on worldwide right now. You look at the peaceful protests. You look at the backlash um, um, against those peaceful protests. Um, you look at h- how our country is just just inflamed over this issue and that by itself makes it ridiculously fucked up that they did this new like like it's like it's like you've like like your country is torn apart because of this fuck shit that's going on that by itself should have made this man make a different decision but then you add to that that he shot this man seven times. Seven. He, times. he didn't he didn't just want to subdue an assailant. He didn't want to deal with a suspect. He wanted to make sure that this man was dead. And he yeah. did so in front of his children. Yeah. Um, this is just like this is just so unbelievably fucked up and wrong. Like you can't like you can't go nowhere else with this. Like this is just a cold blooded murder. Like there's no other place to go. Absolutely. And then the world is on fire yet again because of this absolute ridiculous
1: stupidity. Like it's awful. <sighs> You're just sitting there, and you're just like, what in the entire fuck? That's really all you got. It's like, what in the entire fuck? Seven times while holding his shirt.
2: Um, When you watch the video, it's re- it's, re- it's really, really awful because there, he just has so many
1: opportunities to make a better decision than he did. Yeah, and I want to shout out our sister. Sisters, right now, because I kind of leaned on y'all a little bit this weekend because I was upset. I had a black woman tell me, We didn't see what happened before the video started rolling, so we don't know that you know he shouldn't have been shot. And what I said to her was, Okay, tell me the scenario that could have happened before the video started being taped where they shoot him nine, t- seven times in the back and it makes sense. Tell me what you think he did be prior to that, to be shot seven times in the back and it be uh, warranted. And she was like, I'm just saying, you don't need to see what happened at first. So you're like, every all black people jumping up and down, but we don't know what happened before the, the video started rolling. And I was like, well, what do you think? Tell me what happened in your mind that we shouldn't be outraged. You tell me what happened that made you think there's a chance that being shot seven times in the back was worth it, was warranted. What could have happened? And she was like, I'm saying we don't know what happened. I was like, tell me what could have happened that would justify it. We don't know what happened. But give me an idea of what could have happened in your mind that would make you take this stance.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And she couldn't exactly and that's and and, 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 and she yeah. couldn't
1: jb well and, and and that's what infuriated me and i was like damn the sisters do hate us they do hate us because why the fuck would she even say that stupid shit and then i talked to a lot of sisters over the weekend and it was like well you don't think that that was that bitch like fuck wrong with you and I was like, oh, sorry, sisters. But I, but I leaned on the sisters kind of hard after that. I was like, even the sisters don't love us. They don't even love us. What the fuck? The police killing us. Our old brothers killing us. And the sisters hate us. God And some of the sisters was like, we don't hate you. What are you talking about? But some of y'all little motherfuckers, sisters, was like, yeah, uh, we do everything for y'all. We do everything for the black man. And, and some of y'all don't do shit. Now, there are some sisters who do everything, raising black men, being on the front line at protests, educating brothers, dealing with our bullshit, and I support you and I appreciate you, but some of y'all just be chilling. Some of y'all don't do shit, so that narrative that all black women are on the front line, fuck up, miss me with that. Some of y'all are the reason we sell drugs. Some of y'all are the reason we kill niggas, so I don't want to hear that bullshit, But I do want to salute sisters in general for coming to my page and letting me know what it really was and to ignore that one or two sisters who was on the bullshit. And I appreciate you and I salute you. But I want you to know it ain't all of you. Y'all are if not the minority, you're you're not the majority. But I do appreciate you. But we need to check the sisters that's on that bullshit, saying that Jacob Blake must have done something before they shot him. They out there, JB. They out there.
2: Well, they're not the only one. They're not the only idiots out there saying that kind of bullshit. But what is uh fragrant uh flagrantly obvious when you look at what happened is that this is just a cold blooded murder. Um. You know, thank you, Mel, because you said it best. I couldn't have said it better myself. Again, they had so many opportunities to make another decision aside from murder, but that's where we got, and that's why this is so fucked up. That's why this is so crazy, and what's even crazier is what has been going on behind this murder, the rhetoric that has been going on in the Republican Party what some crazy motherfuckers like Brian Erlacher have been saying and what has been happening during the protests kickbackers, country, world America is divided along racial lines right now there's no avoiding it it's glaringly obvious Kyle Rittenhouse walked into a protest with a loaded rifle and had welcome po- by the police. Yes. And had police welcome him to the event. He was then involved with us in a standoff where he then opened
1: fire and shot two people, killing one of them. Whoa, 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 whoa. He shot one person, killed them, tried to flee, was was attacked by two of our, I call them John Browns, our white brothers, Killed one of them and shot another. So they. he was in a standoff because he already killed somebody. He killed somebody, then fled, was attacked by other protesters who were there, killed another protester, and injured another one. Killed two people, injured one. Fuck him. And he was front row at a Donald Trump rally. And that's why we talk about the what do they call it, JB, the the whistling, like the, the dog uh, whistling, the dog whistling. He was dog whistled by the Republican Party. The RNC this week. Fuck the RNC. I am not a Democrat, but fuck the RNC. I I know uh, I know AIDS is worse than chlamydia. I know that. I know the Republican Party is worse than the Democratic Party. And I know that we still gotta fix the Democratic Party because you don't want chlamydia either. But I also know that if you give me a choice, I'm gonna take chlamydia over AIDS and then I'm gonna work on a cure for chlamydia. But there there is a cure. Uh, Part of it was maybe herpes. I don't know what a good analogy is. But I'm gonna take the Democrats right now to get Trump out and then I'm gonna hold them accountable and figure something else out after that.
2: Yeah, I mean the 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 RNC convention was just absolute trash. I mean they they purported like lie after lie after lie. Um it it was it was just a hot mess. I mean they got like the four black people that they could find in the universe who would be willing to stand up and say that they support Donald Trump. And they stood up there and then started talking about all of this ridiculously invalid bullshit um, that black Trumpers like to say. Um, So real quick, new, just real quick. I'm going to take a quick opportunity and I'm going to talk about some of the bullshit that they talked about during the RNC and why it was so awful. Number one, the dog whistling issue, because you brought that issue up and it was no longer dog whistling. Um, during the RNC, it was it was bullhorn, screaming uh, loud. Yeah. The trumpets were blaring. They were basically saying, if you elect Joe Biden, Joe Biden will allow black people to take over the country. That's basically and what they, they said were the saying. And said the
1: criminals will take over the police. And in order to stay safe and have police, you have to vote Trump. Like, they were saying ridiculous shit. They were saying the Democrats want... Uh, a no police state where we give it of all police and then people can come and kill you in your homes. They were saying that kind of radical literally, shit.
2: Literally, that's what they were saying. And Jake I know Backers. people
1: believed it because I work with a racist fucking 70 year old Trump supporter who doesn't even understand what's really going on. Well, just listens to whatever Trump says and, and he talks about the Constitution. And I'm like, bitch, don't make it like. The Constitution, like you, you—we're having a debate about the Constitution. Yeah, like fuck out of here. Like, well, black people should be able to lift themselves up by their bootstraps. Obama that was, did it, that bitch. Was you number, ain't do it.
2: That was number You're two. You seventy
1: years old and we had the same job. That
2: was number two. You ain't do it. That was number two. That was the second thing that was done at the R and C. Is they started, you had these black people stand up and talk about how their families pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps and how we, you know, we were once slaves and this, that, and the third. And it's like, motherfucker, you are literally one in a million. Like, and that's the problem. That's the problem. You can't stand up and say, I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps and everybody should do what well, I just you did. It.
1: You number did one, it.
2: you didn't do it. And number two, the fact that you and your family were able to do it and it's literally a one in a million story is the problem. You can't take a one in a million story and expect everybody to
1: do that that's the problem you can't extrapolate that to games the geek word of the week (laughs) i've been getting jb i've been using my words (laughs) jb you can't extrapolate that across the entire course uh of black america yeah everybody doesn't isn't blessed with these opportunities i have suffered from survivor's remorse survivor's guilt because at age 14 i knew that you could have an elevator in your house most niggas in my neighborhood didn't know that was possible I didn't know it was possible until I saw it, and when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit!" I said, "Aim for hire. But what about everybody who didn't know it? And for those of you asking, yeah, I went back and told my whole hood about it, and they looked at me like I was crazy, like when I came back and told them about Shakespeare. They was like, "This nigga talking about Shakespeare? What the fuck, wrong with him? I was a playmaker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I met JB and F and Smee and Coffee. So I went back to my hood, telling them all of these amazing things, but. When that doesn't happen, people don't know. And when a man with, is without justice, they become savage. That's a fact. So don't talk to me about pulling yourself up by the a bootstrap when you didn't do it. You're 70 years old and can't retire, working the same job as me. You, what the fuck did you do? Racist Rick. What have you done? Why are you 70 and still working? I got niggas I know retired in their 40s. Why are you still working? Yeah, so Melo
2: is going in today. Yeah. Um, What's she saying? What's she saying? What you saying, <laughs>
1: Mel? Talk to the people, Mel. <laughs> Don't be cry,
2: Mel. Yeah. Talk to them yeah thank you for thank you for bringing up number three i mean just the absolute travesties where they talk where they tried to talk about how um the republican party is actually the party for black people like are you fucking like are you fucking kidding me right now um they are literally talking about about both sides of
1: their neck what's your mail saying
2: She said, don't forget about um, the other uh, white lady who spoke um, at the uh, RNC um, who adopted a biracial child that said that police would be right to racially profile
1: her child. That level of ignorance, (laughs) we're going to acknowledge because we all need to know it's there. Right. Fuck that bitch, and well, I and I mean it that way. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I know you. Um, Big Chris said, um, "Bootstrap story isn't meant to motivate. It's a farce upon the reality of the situation. They had handouts and projected attitude of want uh, for handouts on uh, want for handouts on black people." I'm not. I think I read that wrong. Sorry, I read it wrong. Oh no! But he, I think you
2: said it exactly. I mean, it, it, you you read it exactly right. But what do you? I mean, he he's right though, and that's that. That's the bullshit behind the whole bootstraps concept. Most people who are telling you to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps got a handout, and then Boom. and then when you turn around and they're like, nigga, like this shit is a little. This whole bootstrap shit is difficult. Like it's, it's a little tough. Like why don't mm-hmm. you give a nigga it, 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 some advice or 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 mm-hmm. an opportunity or a loan mm-hmm. or oh oh
1: now you begging now but 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 didn't, it, didn't <laughs> that that cracker said to me, he said, uh, I was talking about the Jacob Blake sh- shooting, not murder, but shooting, and he said, but black on black crime. I was like, man, what the fuck you mean with that? What's When white people kill white people, what you call it? When Asians kill Asians, what you call it? You call it crime. You call it murder. You don't go white on white crime. You don't go Asian on Asian crime. Shut the fuck up. Ain't no such thing as black on black crime, bitch ass nigga. Shut the fuck up. And then he turned pink and red, and, and it, it was ugly. and. Yeah, but I don't work for a white person. I work for a person of color, so fuck that nigga. That that's where I'm at with it. But um, having said that, if we can get into some more uh, nicer topics, uh, and this is gonna be another one of these. It's gonna be an extension, and um, uh, uh, what's the word I used earlier? My gangster geek word of the week.
2: Oh, extrapolation. This is
1: gonna be an extrapolation. And it's going to go into the podcast world. Now, a lot of you guys that follow us are podcasters or podcast fans. And um, the biggest news in podcasting this week, this month, this year, is Joe Budden is leaving Spotify. Mm -hmm. He's done two episodes over the last week about it, and I want to talk about it. And I think you guys want to hear about it. Um. To give you a history, Joe Budden is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, When I am going through drama and I'm going through a a bout with depression and I'm not feeling like myself, I put on Joe Budden. Today is one of those days. As I said, keep my family in your prayers, your positive energy, whatever you do, keep me there <laughs> keep us there keep my family there because this is one of those times um and so i've been listening to a lot of joe button music he doesn't rap anymore but i'm listening to a lot of his music because that's my guy and when he became a podcaster he was still my guy
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um he talked about you know uh opening up the market and and changing things and Defining what a stream is and figuring out how to make money as a creator in this podcast lane. For those who've been following us, the eight years we've had this show, we've only been a podcast for two, right? And we've only really been an active podcast for one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be a podcast. I wanted to be a TV show. So I We used to be called Kickback TV. Um, It it was a New The Mayor show with J.B. Frank. Yep. Then it was Kickback TV. Yep. Uh, And then it was, you know, Kickback TV, the Facebook live show, which is why I say we started all y'all podcasters going on Facebook. We were the first. Facts. Um, And I will pop my collar to that because you didn't do it before us. We were the first. Um, Kickback TV live from Atlanta. Facts. And now that we're a partner named Kickback, a podcast, we're still live on Facebook or whatever, but um, uh, we are following the ones that came before us. You know, and Joe Button is one of the people that we pattern our shit after. We got information from. And so is Horrible Decision, Shout out to Mandy, we got information from, and so is uh Poor Minds, um, gave me direct information uh, from Joe Button and uh and shout out to Cocktails who also helped out. Um, so there are a lot of podcasts that gave us information that allowed us to be the successful, to have yeah. a pod named Kickback T-Shirts. Oh, show them t T-Shirt, JB. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, he'll have the Nerd Attitude shirt. Oh, I have a pod named Kickback shirt. or oh, the Righteous and Ratchet shirt. And shout out to Kev Online for stealing our shit and then stopping. You stopped. I, I appreciate it. I you stops that you stop stealing our shit. I'm the righteous ratchet, nigga. I appreciate you stopping your shit. And recognizing who the fuck started it. Um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, um, so
2: moving on. Button uh, he I mean, one of the things that he he kind of said up top, and it was interesting because you know, I don't really follow or listen to Joe Budden's podcast like you do. You know, mm-hmm. I I listen to the segments that we listen to that are relevant to what we're talking about, really, yeah. and that's you know, so I'm I'm kind of a casual Joe Budden fan. Today in embrace breaking down, you know, what he talked about in terms of the Spotify deal. I really started to get into more of what they talk about on their show because I listened to a much larger volume of it today, you know. And what I heard was they I I agree with what he says about podcasts absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, he broke down some real serious shit. <clears throat> Excuse me knew he broke down, you know, the commitment to consistency that it takes to be a successful podcast. And I was like, Oh my god, yes, yes. When the when uh when Spotify first came at them with the deal, he broke down the time commitment and he yes. assessed that first and what yes. that would take before he even considered the possibility of doing it. You know, a lot of people start podcasts and they just start them because they feel like They got something to share with the people. But do you really have something to share with the people? Because can you share it consistently? Can you share it every goddamn Monday? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it takes to be a podcast. It's not just throw some shit out there and go viral and, yeah, I'm a podcast. No. It's continuing. To provide the content, the material, what the people want to hear, and when he touched on that first, I was like, "Joe, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You got me hundred percent right now, because that's what it takes to do this, y'all.
1: And and we've gone through the struggle, the the the, the all the shit. Like we've done it. Like this ain't podcasting ain't easy. We might make it look easy. There's a camera there. There's a light there. There's a light there. He got a, it's a laptop here. Excuse me. He's got to do shit to make this shit happen. I got to spend months and weeks figuring out topics. What is the right thing to talk about? What is the wrong thing to talk about? What are y'all interested in? What are y'all not? What are we interested in? What are we not? This is a process. It's a pro, I am trying to draft right now in my cousin's fantasy football league. (laughs) Uh, I had the first pick, I I had the first pick and, and the computer picked McCaffrey for me. And I'm all in my feelings. I'm like, I I don't know if I would've picked on number one. And he like, nigga, you got a good pick, chill out. I'm like, no, Randy, I don't know. I don't know if I got a good pick. I don't know what happened. I didn't pick him myself. But uh McCaffrey was a pretty good first round pick. Um
2: I was about to say uh I think you good with McCaffrey. Um yeah i think i think you'll be all right but um button broke down button broke down why he went with spotify and one of the difficulties with podcasting you know and i'll get into this slightly technical detail new because i think it's important and why we want y'all to share and why facebook is so important to us because as New said before we are one of the very very few podcasts out there now we were the first podcast out there to record our podcast live right so this live facebook hit is a big part of our numbers it's a big part of what we do and thank you for doing it right the interaction is huge for us because it's one of our Big metrics is one of our big numbers, right? Joe Budden talked about moving to Spotify because he was gonna be able to consolidate all of his media outlets into one platform to understand the real material and mechanical value of their show. They were able to get one set of numbers that showed how many people are fucking with them, right? So share this on Facebook. Get the word out there so that we can understand what our single numbers are the same way Joe Button did. That's really, really important. It was a really, really important component to his move. Absolutely. And they
1: wouldn't give him that. And they offered him, you know, Rolex watches and vacation trips and everything but give him the, the real numbers or give him the real money. And he said, I bought you guys nine figures. I bought you nine figures, and you offered me a Rolex, and then took it back. Oh, it's too expensive. But I bought nine figures to your fucking company. Yeah. So what you did was pillage his listeners. Yeah. Everybody that fucked with Joe, like me, went to Spotify to follow Joe. But you didn't want to pay him for it. And he came back and gave us that information. So we not fucking with you. Unless you do what's right. We know now what to say no to. Yeah. You just want our audience. You want our, you know, we don't, we, we don't have a biggest audience as Joe Button. You want our 3,000 a week listeners. Or, you know, we, we, that's what you want. He got 100,000 a week, whatever the fuck. But you want that. So, you'll sign us to get that. And we're not listening. Yeah. We're not entertaining that. And that's yeah. why I appreciate Joe so much. Niggas yeah. be shitting on Joe. That's my guy. From rap, that was my guy. And in podcasting, that's my guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean. But he's
1: saying, we're not going to do that shit. And we're not going to do the rapper deal. We're not doing a bullshit rapper deal. Yeah. You, 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 you won't get that out of us. Right. So, you're going to step up to the table and pay what's owed, oh, we just gonna back away. Ain't no beef, ain't no fuss, but you're not gonna get us like that. Now, I appreciate it, I respect it, I respect this transparency, I respect the fact that he can say this on Spotify airwaves, (laughs) because he has an agreement where you can't censor my content. Yeah. And that's what we all need to have. Before I sign a deal, you can't censor my content because I'm not going to talk about racist Rick that I work with. 70-year-old white man that don't have a fucking clue. I don't want you censoring my shit. Don't censor me, nigga. I got something to say. Yeah. So thank you, Joe. Thank you to the Pa, Father, Maul, Rory, uh, uh, fucking Parks, Erickson, Savon, everybody. We do appreciate it. I know niggas be hating and taking their shots, um, but we appreciate the information, and we incorporate it, and we learn, and we progress from it
2: not only not only is new a fan but we are also students you know yep. and so we we appreciate the information we appreciate your candor we also appreciate your depth of analysis and thought into what you are doing because you are only going to make those behind you hopefully greater than you are. We we coming after you, Joe. Like I'm, Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, y'all music reviews playing. have been
1: kind of <laughs> shitty. Like, I'm not, y'all don't even know what you talking about. Y'all don't listen to the albums. Yeah. Y'all be fucking up. We're coming behind you doing better reviews. So uh, for the record... You know, you know what I'm saying? If we can't be friends, we could be enemies. <laughs> Your reviews are trash, and we give good music reviews. You know, I love you. So, I love yeah, you. you.
2: Appreciate I mean? the information, but uh, yeah, yeah, just stay sharp because we damn sharp. Sure um, <laughs> anyway, factory, factory. factory. Um, you know,
1: um, being in Atlanta. Um, and dealing with all of this good shit and bad shit. That's, this is another One reason why
2: thing, this is the show.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> is another reason. We're in Atlanta. We're in Georgia. And um, we have to have a real conversation. Because there were 40 children found in a sex trafficking ring across 10 counties in Georgia. And nobody's reporting it. Yes, this isn't a fun conversation. I know, like nigga, we gonna have some fun. We will. We got to talk some real shit right now.
2: Yeah, um, this this happened in
1: Gwinnett County. Um,
2: the Gwinnett well, across ca- it, it was in ten counties. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but um, so the uh, the police were investigating a sex trafficking um, ring. And they were looking for 26 children who were reported missing. Now, in the course of locating and tracking down those 26 children, they found another 13 children new. For a total of 39 children, first of all, shout out to the law enforcement organizations for doing the right thing in this particular circumstance and taking care of our people and um, locating these uh, lost children, these lost babies. I want to say that. But I also want to say, y'all, this is a story that y'all might not know about, but sex trafficking in Georgia is an epidemic. It is a problem, and it is a big problem Georgia is one of the gateways to the world and people use that gateway for this horribly nefarious purpose a lot I remember attending a community uh, uh, event about a year ago and this woman who was an advocate for uh, rescuing young ladies who had been victims of sex trafficking and she put out statistics new that were horrifying to me. She said yeah. that like hundreds of young people disappear from Georgia every year due to this whole sex trafficking thing that happens and yeah. nobody reports on it. Nobody knows about it.
1: CNN ain't talking MSNBC ain't talking BBC ain't talking Fox News ain't talking A UPN nigga news ain't talking. BET ain't talking. We talking. It was, what was it, 40 children that were recovered? Yeah. In Georgia? We in Georgia. JB has two children in Georgia. I have two God's children in Georgia. This story cannot be swept under the fucking rug. All my AT aliens, my Georgia niggas like, dog, come on, dog. Come yeah. on.
2: Yeah. Come on, dog. Our number one job as men is to protect our babies. Our number one job. And um and by not being aware of this and not reporting this issue. Um, you know, I I, I feel a way about this, new. I really do. Um uh, yeah. and so and so, you know, kickbackers, here's what we're saying to you right now. Number one we are sorry for not reporting on this issue because this has been an issue that has been going on for years in Georgia. Number one, I'm, I personally apologize. I personally. We
1: reported on it. Well, we had in the we, eight years we, of doing the show, but we, have, we, we well, haven't made it a priority. That's, I, that's what I'm yeah. saying. We haven't talked about it enough.
2: So in Fence. my mind, we Fence. haven't, you know what I'm saying, like, fuck what we kind of sort of did. We yep. didn't, we didn't yep. you know, so me personally, thank dropped you, the ball. thank you. Me personally, kickbackers, we're going to follow this issue much, 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 much more closely moving forward. We are blessed to tell a good story today about children who are found. But the story consistently needs to be told about the children who are lost to, yeah. to sex trafficking. And that yeah. is my personal commitment to you, Kickbackers. That is, I believe, our, our, yeah, per- personal, our personal commitment to you.
1: Absolutely, man. We're not going to let this, this story get swept under the rug. CNN didn't report it. Fox didn't report it. Nobody's talking about it. We're going to talk about it. Right. That's why we're here. Like, right. People would be like, oh, y'all do the podcast. Y'all want to talk about... MC Hammer and, and, and whatever the fuck. No, nigga. It's the black CNN. Yeah. We're talking real shit.
2: Yeah. Got to and right talk now, about our children on. are
1: under attack. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is terrifying. And we're going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to raise awareness. And if you need help, reach out. We're going to build the network. I, hear me now. Hear me now. We will have a network ready to step in and help. And I don't give a fuck who listening. We will have a network. You're not gonna take our babies. I'd be good. Goddamn, you take my god kids. We will have a network. We're working on it.
2: There. Facts. Um. Yeah. We. There. There are. There are some advocates advocacy groups and some rescue groups that operate in Atlanta, we will work to connect with them and make sure that you guys have their information so that if you know anyone who is in this type of crisis, we can help you get them the help that they need. Or if you need that yeah, help, and, you and, can get and, it.
1: And the help before it happens. That's
2: exactly what I'm saying. Like,
1: like to some you. of you don't know what to do or how to protect your kids. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know yet. I don't know what, I don't feel comfortable telling you and giving you advice. But I will figure out the right answers and I will bring them to this platform. Um, That's what we do. The Black CNN, and Kickback, New NJB. That's what we do. I'll figure out what to tell you that makes sense. I'm not gonna give you my own personal advice because it might work in my net. I'm gonna do some more research. Next week, next week, my promise to you is, I would have talked to someone in the in in law enforcement, and I'll have a more, uh, I'll have a better idea of what we can do to have positive results throughout this whole bullshit. I'll do that for you because I give a fuck, and JB gives a fuck. So Absolutely. What, what, I, I promise you by next week's episode. We'll have a segment on it, and I'll have some information for you. I promise.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we—it looks like we got the topics way out of order because we talked about the RNC. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's, keep gotta, Let's keep going. Let's keep going. What's next?
2: <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, Nipsey
1: Hustle Awards. We did that already. Yeah. Netflix and chill. Okay, let let, 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 let me take a peek. Uh, We got subscribe. Brian Urlacher, J.B.'s poker buddy. Oh yeah, okay. I brought him
2: up earlier too, but that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. J.B.'s poker
1: buddy from from the from the early two thousands. Brian Urlacher. Don't think so. Bears linebacker just jumped out the window on some racist shit and on some this, this. disrespectful shit and talking about, you know, he had his Trump support and he had his disrespect for us. And um I don't wanna waste a lot of time on this fuck nigga. Fuck Brian Erlacker. If you like him, don't like him no more. If you were a fan, don't be a fucking fan. He don't rock with us. So fuck him. And, and that's all the time I think we give his bitch ass. Yeah. That's about it.
2: Not nothing more needs to be said about um
1: that. I, I do want to make a point that Obama reached out to, well, the, the NBA players reached out to Obama about the boycott and the protests and how they should move. And he said, you know, if you keep the games going, you have your biggest audience. And I think that was great advice. It was sage advice. Keep and playing. We're we're witnessing it. Mm-hmm. 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 The NBA players' voices are much louder when they play a game. Yeah. Unfortunately. But that's what it is. So shout-out to the NBA players. Well, shout-out to to all of them.
2: Yeah, all the sports teams, all of the sports leagues in particular. Um, I noticed that the MLB, all of those guys are rocking um, number 42 jerseys today. Yeah, well, it, it was Jackie
1: Robinson Day the day that Chadwick Boseman died. Wow. He died on Jackie Robinson Day. Wow. Man. So, yeah, so they're rocking it. For Jackie and for Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so then, um, you got, you got, um, I mean, Black Lives Matter are all over the NBA right now. Yeah. They, they stepped down and actually, um, I, I guess you would call it a strike in protest, or yeah,
1: I, I want to be sure to give the Milwaukee Bucks credit. I know that all of the teams were considering this and we're figuring it out, and I don't want to diminish any of them, and I know LeBron felt a way about it because he wanted to make a statement, and he felt the, the Bucks jumped his statement. But what I will say is the Milwaukee Bucks refused to come out to play, and after that, uh, they game against the Orlando, uh, Orlando Magic, and after that, um, the rest of the NBA teams decided to not play. And there were a few teams in the MLB, Major League Baseball, Milwaukee Brewers, most notably, decided to forfeit their game. And their opponent, the Cincinnati Reds, said, no, 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 no. This isn't a forfeit. We're going to boycott the game with
0: you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Naomi Osaki African-American, Asian player in tennis, said she she left the tournament. She only had two more wins to go yep. before she was crowned champion. And she said, I don't give a fuck what happens. I'm not playing until y'all start respecting my brothers and sisters. So Tiger Woods was like, I'm combination. I'm I'm black and I'm Asian and I'm this and I'm that. Now Yomi Osaki said, I'm a black woman. And her Love name is Osaki. Shit. Yeah. And she looks Asian. Yeah. And she said, I ain't playing. And she's dating YBN Corday, the rapper. And I think that he may have had some influence. I think I don't wanna discredit her and say that her boyfriend well, approved her. Shout out her. to her for taking good advice. So what? Yeah, like, I, yeah. so what? But you know how motherfuckers are. Yeah. So I don't want to discredit her by saying we she took advice. We got stop from that
2: dumbass shit. We man. do.
1: Like but we, I want to make sure I don't disrespect her or discredit her cuz they'll come for us, Jay. Man, if you they ever come for us. Man, if you <laughs> ever
2: respect, disrespect somebody for taking good advice, no. And smack you in your mouth young. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, They be gonna smack you in your mouth sound,
2: I mean that just sounds so fucking st-
1: Anyway I, I hate stupid people yeah, okay? So shout out to Naomi for making her stance And I have a surprise shout out uh, Shout out to the National Hockey League They were actually The first and only league To postpone Multiple games Initially Not after a team boycotted that after a player boycotted, they just said, "We, we, we boycotting. We standing with our African American brothers and sisters, even though we want to make five percent of the league. It's only forty-three African American players or people of color in in hockey. That's not even enough to fill two teams. And they, and because of the African Americans that responded and were upset in NHL." They said, we're going to not play today or tomorrow. We will honor African-American brothers and sisters in the league and in the nation. And they were the only team to make that stance. Now, the NBA did it after the Milwaukee Bucks decided to protest. Uh, Baseball, there were certain teams that protested. Soccer, certain teams. Tennis, certain players. The only institution that said us as a group will do this was hockey. And I was blown away by it. Um, It wasn't necessary. They could have just said we're gonna boycott one game and they would have fallen in line. Or one night and they would have fallen in line. They said we boycott two games back to back and nobody else said that and I never Did that from hockey? So, shout out to the NHL. Like, maybe I maybe I got it wrong. I don't know what's going on there. I knew that we were only five percent of the population, but your actions show that you see a bigger picture or you're bowing down to pressure. I don't know what it is. I just know what you did.
2: Well, that's and that's all that's relevant is what they did. And shout out to them for doing it. And, um, I want this to be a snowball that fall that keeps rolling down the hill. New, rolling, I, th- rolling, rolling. I think that's I think that's what we all we all need right now is we need that snowball to keep rolling down the hill. We need to keep talking about this thing. We need to keep talking about this issue. We need to keep talking about these issues because that's the only way to keep them in the forefront. Otherwise, they'll fade away like they always have over the years. The- that we with this injustice you know what I'm saying now is our opportunity we can't lose this opportunity we have to keep it in the forefront of everybody's minds right now because it is that critical it is that important
1: I absolutely agree JB and um and and moving forward because we are doing the show and we got to get through it um can we have some fun can we have yeah, some
2: Let's fun? do that. Let's do that. <laughs> let's
1: have some fucking yeah, fun. Yeah, let's,
2: let's take a step I know back, y'all <laughs> relax. Yeah, <Whew. laughs> it was a lot of heavy shit on this show, dude. Let's let's yeah, let's it lighten was, it up it it a was. little bit. Let's let's lighten
1: it up a little bit. And, and right before we do it, please keep my family in your prayers and your energy and your positive energy and like yeah, real nigga shit. But. Moving on, um, our Netflix and Chill segment. Yeah, what's good to watch on TV?
2: Right, right. You got it. There's,
1: a, I mean, I, I don't know about a whole lot
2: of new shit that has popped off that has really jumped out at me recently, new. But there have been some re-releases and some stuff yeah. that I'm really interested to go and see. Obviously, Black Panther is on the agenda. we watching that tonight. Like, zoom yeah. so this
1: shit in. That's, that's coming on.
2: Yeah, um, and then, um, you know, Cobra Kai has been re-released on YouTube. It's number one.
1: one on Netflix right mm-hmm. now.
2: Season Out one of and
1: all season... the shows on Netflix, Cobra Kai is number one. I believe it. Cobra believe Kai it. is the reboot started by Will Smith. Yep, that Will Smith. Um, based on the, the Karate Kid series. So it tells the story 20, 30 years later. I've watched season one on YouTube. JB watched season one on YouTube. Season one and two are on Netflix. I haven't seen season two yet.
2: I have seen season two. I watched both seasons one and two on YouTube. And now they've, like you said, re-released them on Netflix. Yeah, and and this is
1: Daniel's son and mm -hmm. Johnny and and, uh, the the, the teacher that Johnny had, Cobra Kai, um, and how that plays out. Twenty years later when they're adults and families. Fuck my windows. Are open. Oh damn. You might wanna well, do something. Cause we're in the middle of a monsoon, JB. <laughs> yeah, don't you shouldn't let them crack. Why he leave his windows cracked? Y'all know why he left his windows cracked? I don't know. Like, I knew it was gonna rain. Anyway, uh Cobra Kai is a good show. I love season one. And I'm gonna uh, watch season two over the next week or so. We also have uh, the Marvel shit. We know Black Panther coming on tonight. Uh, the game, our ah, black sitcom. Um, the first six seasons are on Netflix. You know the last two were on BT. So nigga, you nigga, you look like you 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 you, you look like you you're pissed all over your body. <laughs> you look like you was in the ocean. <laughs> you look like you. you uh, 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 a paper towel ain't gonna help. A paper towel will not help, JB. Kickback is there with me one moment. Why? J-, J JB looks soaked. JB look, he was fucking a, he was fucking a, a squirter. That's how he look right now. <laughs> so he in the bathroom for, for those listening. He ain't here right now. He in the bathroom wiping himself down, and goddamn, it is raining like a motherfucker. Like Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, um, the game of Lucifer. I was watching Lucifer, and I didn't watch the last season and a half. Um, I'm going to watch it because I used to watch this shit with CC relentlessly. Shout out CeCe. So I'm about to get back into that because oh, that's on Netflix now. And um, our um, eargasm segment, music. Uh, we got Brandy versus Monica tomorrow night on Versus. I'm definitely tuning in. You was. I said like you had three squirters. (laughs) Um, uh, Brandy versus Monica. I'm watching that tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is a celebration of music. I will be in my house with a bottle and sipping and smoking, and I'm going to enjoy Brandy versus Monica. Um, I predict that. I think think Brandy will win, but I'm going to root for Monica. It is what it is. Um the Locks dropped a new album. Uh they got a new video with DMX, the fat DMX. And I'm not mad because a fat DMX means he's not on crack. Right. He fat. He eating. Right. So <laughs> right. I, I'm not mad at that at all. I love it. He sounds just like the old ex talking that grimy shit. Tony Braxton put out a new album. She got a song with her, the the singer, her. So Tony Braxton has a song with the singer, her. And that's weird because they're like, Tony Braxton got a song with her. Y'all be like, what? She got a song with herself? So I had to uh, break that down. That don't mean. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, me and Jamie, listen to this today. She has the most toxic song of woman made ever. It is so
2: beautiful, though. But it's beautiful. It is just the most gorgeous song, but it is. It's toxic. I I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't want to encourage ladies to listen to that song to be perfectly
1: honest. She's like, yeah, I fucked you over, I broke your heart, and now that you're hurt, you're out here fucking a bunch of bitches and getting drunk and you don't mean shit with these bitches. But don't fall in love because I might want to come back. <laughs> Bitch. What? <laughs> you can't come back. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking a step further pandora <laughs> you can't come back you fuck me over you can't come back don't come back we don't want you here no uh, uh, i did that for ratings uh, you can't come back um no. Uh, Tony Braxton got a new album. see <laughs> got a new and album. And look,
2: of course, So Mellow. What's the name of the song? What is, what is it? No, Mel. Know. You,
1: no. you no. know what the fuck. No, no, no. 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 I, I can't wait to see Mel next comment. <laughs> oh, niggas be on the show all the time. Oh, so it's cool if you, uh um, if, if niggas kill people, it's cool if you kill them next? No. <laughs> but uh, women, uh. I don't know. I know women like we're just doing what you were doing, but you complained about it, you dumb bitch. You complained about it. You hated it. So if you're doing it, then you should understand what the problem is. Like, shut the fuck up. I hate when women say that. Like, oh no, you're doing what you were doing what you did and you're mad. Bitch, you almost died from what we did. You were in your house crying in the fetal position for a month. Shut the fuck up. You know what the problem is. Not not you, but just women in general.
2: So, um, <laughs> that's the Jasmine Sullivan song, as you can see. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd stay away from it, gentlemen. But, um, yeah, uh, let <laughs> um, yeah, Let Us See.
1: Yeah, Let Us See album is so good. Uh, yeah. Um, it's good. Tweet got a single. Um, so listen to Tweet. I, I test myself Tweet. It, She got another manga. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to remind you that we do have a Patreon. And Patreon is where you can pay for monthly subscriptions and get extra bonus footage. You might, you know, see me and JB. Mel might be here. Somebody else might be here. There's extra footage that you can get on uh, Patreon. I want you to listen to it. Um, And subscribe. It's $2 for Kickers. $4 $4 for backers, $7 for kickbackers a month. I want to thank you guys for buying your Righteous and ratchet shirts. I want to thank you for buying your Partner in Kickback shirts. I want to thank you for buying your Nerd with Attitude shirts. The line is up. New Fashion Statement on Shopify.
2: Yeah, check out that link right there on the bottom of the Facebook page. You see that right now on the on the live feed. That's where you can check out all that merchandise. We got the mugs, everything like New said. Um, our um, our uh, our kickbackers, our kickbackers might be getting a little surprise
1: from us very very soon. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the seven dollar bracket, we got some shit for you. We yeah. got some shit for the two dollar bracket. We got some shit for the four dollar bracket, but the seven dollar Patreon bracket.
2: Watch out there.
1: The first episode, we naked. Just so you know. I don't know about all of that.
2: Um, good, night good night and God bless y'all. Look at Mel. Mel was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mel, what I do? what I do, Mel? <laughs> I'm in You want to see my halo? Mel. Mel. Uh. We got to get Mel in here over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll I can that. tell she's feeling away. Yeah. So Mel, you're going to be able to come here and smack me on the head when I say something wrong over the next couple of weeks. We're going to get you in here. So feel free to smack me in the head uh, in the next two, three weeks. We're going to have you, well, I guess right here. You'll be right here. Indeed. So, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: all right y'all we'll, we'll see y'all next monday
1: <laughs> yeah oh my, my prediction was always the raptors and the lakers it don't it's iffy now but that's my prediction do you have a prediction for the finals uh, uh i
2: the lakers look good i don't i don't know what to do about the east right now um i, I, have, I have no idea about the east man none
1: my other prediction is it will be the cowboys will beat whoever comes up to the AFC in the Super Bowl. The Cowboys are winning. Do you have anything to add to that or to take away or whatever? I have a lot to take
2: away from a Cowboys Super Bowl prediction next
1: year. I don't think that's going to happen at Hold all. The Demel, do a hard pass on coming on a podcast? What was her hard pass?
2: When you said we're going to be naked, I oh, I agree okay, okay, with that okay, okay. wholeheartedly.
1: Uh, hard well, pass. Well, we're doing that, so it's going to happen. But, Mel, you'll be here in the next two, three weeks. Right here. Yeah. Ain't no hard pass on that. You're going to come answer the hard questions. Pause. Press play. Something. I don't know. But um, you're saying the Cowboys will not make it? I'm saying the Cowboys will not make it. Who making it from the NFC? It ain't the Redskins. We know that. I never well, said well, anything. Excuse me. It isn't the Washington football team.
2: <laughs> now you're being a dick. Now you don't even a have dick. a name. Now he's now he's being even, a dick. Mel,
1: now you ain't got a name. A Y'all the Washington football team. You're, Y'all gonna wind up being the Washington Weasels. The, the, the Washington Wiggers. You're a dick. You're, the Washington Wetbacks. Y'all gonna have a crazy name. The Washington. Well, you can't be the Wizards. Well, let me the put it this way.
2: up Washington I, Y'all <laughs> might actually make it to the Super Bowl, but y'all ain't winning. Y'all ain't beating. Well, we're
1: going to be better than y'all.
2: Y'all already better than us. That is. nothing
1: that has been the existence of the history of the the rivalry. No. We've never not been better than y'all. No, not true. Not true. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) We're better than them always. (laughs) Fuck you, nigga. (laughs) Good night and God bless. Can we get the fuck out of here,
0: please? (laughs) Udo! We
1: out Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend.